Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This tale, Story Club members, is extra spooktacular because it was written by one of you. Thank you so much to my beloved listener, eight-year-old Madeline, for creating today's moving tale for us. It's one Madeline and I call Cow. Nina had always been drawn to tales of the supernatural. The scarier, the better. So when her family decided to spend summer at Grandpa Joe's old farmhouse, Nina was ecstatic. The countryside with its eerie shadows and ancient legends was a playground for her vivid imagination. Now remember, Grandpa Joe said as they sat around the dinner table their first night. Stay away from the northern meadow when it's a full moon. Nina's younger brother, Lucas, giggled. (laughs) Why, Grandpa Joe? That's so random. Because of the were-cow with the sharpest fangs ever? Moo, moo, moo. (laughs) But Grandpa Joe didn't laugh. His eyes were serious, and his voice had a hint of fear. That's no laughing matter, Lucas. People have disappeared from that meadow. The were-cow is real. Nina's eyes sparkled with excitement. The were-cow? Move over boring summer. This was a mystery just begging to be explored. So, over the next few days, whenever Grandpa Joe wasn't around, Nina began collecting snippets of stories about the were-cow. Mrs. Grayson, the baker with a little country shop up the lane, whispered of a cow that transformed into a massive creature with razor-sharp fangs under the full moon's glow. It would hunt anything and anyone, she said, leaving behind only traces of its victims. Old Farmer Denton, whose land was adjacent to Nina's Grandpa Joe's, talked about his best friend disappearing after he'd laughed off the were-cow legend and ventured into the meadow on a dare. And Jenny, a girl Nina's age, showed her a silver pendant that had been passed down in her family for generations. Jenny's farm was right up against the woods. It was believed that this pendant would protect the wearer from the were-cow's curse, and Jenny told Nina that she wore it everywhere. As days turned into nights, Nina's excitement grew. The full moon was just two days away. 
she decided that she was going to venture into the northern meadow, equipped with a camera, to catch the werecow in action. Lucas, always eager for an adventure with his big sister, insisted on joining her. They made a pact to keep their plan a secret. The evening of the full moon came and was clear, with stars twinkling like diamonds against the vast, inky backdrop of the night sky. Armed with flashlights, cameras, and a sense of adventure, the siblings set out toward the forbidden meadow as soon as they heard Grandpa Joe snoring. As they approached the meadow, the landscape began to shift somehow. The chirping of crickets grew louder, and an inexplicable chill filled the air. The grass seemed taller even, like walls closing in on them. Suddenly, Lucas grabbed Nina's arm and pointed toward the middle of the meadow. There stood a cow, its eyes glowing an eerie yellow. As the siblings watched in horror, the cow began to transform. Its body enlarged, and from its mouth spouted two incredibly long, sharp fangs. The legend was real. Frozen in fear, Nina and Lucas watched as the were-cow, with its newfound strength, began stalking the meadow, its eyes searching for prey. A rabbit, caught unaware, became its first victim. The were-cow moved with incredible speed, and within seconds all that remained of the rabbit was a tuft of fur. The realization hit the siblings hard. They were in the were-cow's territory, and they needed to escape fast. As they turned to leave, a twig snapped under Lucas's foot. The sound echoed like a gunshot in a still night. The were-cow's head snapped in their direction, its eyes now blood-red fixed on Nina and Lucas. The chase had begun. Nina and Lucas sprinted, their breath coming out in ragged gasps the deafening thuds of the were-cow's hooves echoing behind them. The meadow, which had seemed so inviting during the day, was now a maze of shadows and uncertainty. Into the woods, Nina shouted, veering to the right where the trees stood tall and dense. She hoped the thick foliage would help mask their presence. Lucas nodded, following her lead. They ducked behind a large oak, the rough bark scraping their backs as they pressed themselves flat, trying to quiet their rapid breathing. The were-cow, massive and menacing, entered the woods. Its eyes scanned the surroundings, its fangs dripping with anticipation. The moonlight filtered through the leaves, casting an eerie silver glow. Nina silently reached into her pocket and pulled out the camera. She aimed it at the were-cow and clicked. The flash momentarily illuminating the dark forest. The were-cow roared in anger, disoriented by the sudden burst of light. <laughs> Using this to their advantage, the siblings moved deeper into the woods, trying to put as much distance between themselves and the creature as possible. As they ran, Nina spotted a glint of silver on the forest floor. It was Jenny's protective pendant. She lived around here and she must have dropped it after Nina met with her. Picking it up, she whispered to Lucas. Jenny's family believes this can protect against the were-cow's curse. We need to try and use it. Holding it high, Nina chanted, Moonlit beast of fears untold, by this pendant you are controlled. But nothing happened. The were-cow's roars and moos grew nearer, its hunt more fervent. The pendant wasn't working. 
Desperation settling in, Nina tried to recall Jenny's exact words, and then it hit her. The pendant wasn't a weapon to be used from a distance. They had to be close. Spotting a clearing up ahead with a small pond, she whispered her plan to Lucas. As they reached the water's edge, they began stomping, splashing, and making as much noise as possible. The were-cow, drawn by the noise, emerged from the tree line, its eyes fixed on the siblings. Waiting until the beast was almost upon them, Nina thrust the pendant forward and shouted, By this pendant you are bound! Return to form to the ground! The pond's water began to churn, thick mists rising and enveloping the were-cow. When the mists cleared, the pond was calm with the moon's reflection shimmering peacefully. The were-cow was nowhere to be seen. Lucas, shaking, whispered, Is it gone? Nina nodded slowly, still clutching the pendant. I think we trapped it in the pond. They returned to the farmhouse and recounted their harrowing tale to Grandpa Joe. He listened in awe, finally saying, The were-cow was a cursed beast always searching for release. The pond with its ancient waters was its prison, and tonight, with your courage and Jenny's pendant, you sent it back. However, as days turned into nights, a chilling whisper spread through the village. Every full moon, an eerie glow emanated from the pond, and those who ventured too close claimed they heard faint mooing sounds and saw two glowing eyes beneath the water's surface. The legend of the were-cow grew, as did the stories of the haunted pond. The meadow, with its pond, became a place of reverence and fear. Locals began to say that while the were-cow may have been trapped, its spirit was still very much alive, waiting for its next opportunity to emerge. And while Nina and Lucas became local heroes, they always slept a little lighter during the full moon, listening for any hint of the haunting moon that had once pursued them. What a great story. I actually love cows, but even I wouldn't want to come face to face with a were-cow. Would you like to hear an utterly amusing cow joke? What do you get when you cross an angry sheep and a moody cow? A bad mood. <laughs> Did you know that there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course there's the R.L. Stein Story Club and you're a member. There's also loads of other shows including the Rockin' Podcast musical Time Machine, which is so much fun. Be sure to check it out. Just search for Go Kid Go wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Big thanks to Madeline for today's awesome tale. If you have a story idea you want to share, email me at ivy at gokidgo.com. And come back tomorrow for another episode, because every story club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. 
It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.